This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, welcome to our crazy episode on the Netflix show Cobra Kai. The reason it's crazy is because myself, Landon, and Sensei Jackie, none of us really follow the Cobra Kai series. In fact, none of us actually have Netflix. That's right. <laughs> Don't sound like that. Just in case, I'm Sensei Michelle. And I'm Sensei Jackie. And I watched a few clips on YouTube, but I did watch the original movie, The Karate Kid, on which it's based. I also watched The Karate Kid, and I watched it fairly recently. And you know what? It's kind of dated. Is it? Yeah. It's kind of got a 1980s feel to it. But I did watch the first two seasons of Cobra Kai when they were on YouTube. Ah. And I'm Landon, and I've watched none of it other than a very good YouTube summary this morning. (laughs) (laughs) It was very good. So Check it out. How we decided to fix this dilemma was we're interviewing some avid watchers, and we're going to see what they think. It's such an excellent way to do it. Okay. Our first guest is Sensei Randy. Sensei. Yay! Say hi, Randy. Hi, everybody. Sensei Randy's been on a ton of times. We'll link in one of his shows just for fun. Yes. All right. We're going to jump right in. Are you ready? I'm ready. And I can't say that I'm a super, super avid watcher because I haven't seen the newest season, which I believe is season four at this point. But I do highly enjoy the first two seasons. It started to lose me around the third season. Mostly because the plot line stopped getting on topic, in my opinion. Like what? In the third season, they lost the the realm of the karate dojos and the and the. Well, that that wasn't even my problem with it. My biggest problem was it started going way more into teen drama, and it became like a Degrassi type of show for anybody who knows those type of shows. And I'm just not a fan of that. I don't care who's dating who. I mean, I got bored because I wanted to see karate, and I'm more interested in adult storylines. That didn't involve romance. Man, I don't like any of the romance in this show, is what it's basically saying. <laughs> Every time they introduce romance elements, I got bored. I did not know that they went down that road in season three. Yes. I, I did read From that. From what I saw in the summary. Well, it, 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 there was a little bit of it in season one and two. They just went way deeper into it by season three. They just like kept going Even deeper Even the adults got very romantic in season well, three from the video that I watched. And it's like. Hopefully it, not cheating on each other. Well, one, oh, yeah, one's, cheating on, one's cheating on oh. one another, one's doing this, one's going to dump this one. Like, even the adults, like, where you're like, come uh, uh. <laughs> Like, they had a pretty good story up until season two, if you just focused on the adults, where, like, you know, it was a story of growth and that kind of thing, which is the biggest draw of the show, was, like, you saw this man, he was at his lowest, and then he has this epiphany of, right. like, I was at a good point here, let me try to try to see what elements of that were part of part of my happiness not necessarily trying to relive his high school days right which they do explore that a little bit where he he's blatantly reliving his high school days and that doesn't bring him necessarily happiness right i do remember journey towards the elements that that brought him that happiness right okay so i'm gonna pull a compare here and you tell me if you think i'm on track in karate kid the movie it was clear that there was a bad guy which was the bully side and they were bullying him outside and inside the karate tournaments and then there was a good guy who was Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio. Yes, Ralph okay. Macchio. In this, it's not so clear cut who the good guy and the bad guy is. And you can have bad moments, but still be a good person. Right. And vice versa. Right. But what you're saying, unfortunately, they lost that thread 
in the series and they went off on a different thread more about the young people and their trials and tribulations in youth romance. And what, it's, what it seemed like was like, because it looked like they had a plan in head and then they were like, wow, this got popular. And then they needed to stretch it out. So they're like, how do we stretch it out? Let's have drama. So then they added just seemingly random drama. Also, I read in a Wikipedia article that <laughs> our favorite source, source yes, that the first two seasons were on um, YouTube, YouTube Red. Red. Uh-huh. And then it wasn't until the third season that Netflix took it over. Yes, that's correct. So that is a, a good reason for a change. Or different producers, writers, etc. Right. I wonder if they changed stuff. all that stuff. I'm sure that's they did. possible. Also, I want to bring up the in the Karate Kid, there's clear good guys and bad guys. Right. But in the show, they do bring up points where the Ralph Macchio character, I forget what his name is. I should know that. Daniel Sonic. Daniel. Oh, yeah. Thank Daniel, you. Where Daniel does things that are the just. car dealership guy. Yeah. Yeah, car dealership guy. Where he just does, in the original Karate Kid, Danny just does things that are very morally questionable. Like, when you think mm-hmm. back on him, you're like, wait a minute. That's really jacked up. Like, he started that fight there. He's pouring water on these guys' head for no reason. Like, you know, he's getting revenge and that sort of thing. In the original Karate Kid movie? In the original, or? yeah. There was stuff like, like I think there were, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Like, because they bring it up in, in Cobra Kai where he's like, what about the time where you, I was just using the bathroom and you just dump water on my head for no reason. And they like bring up stuff like that. Or like he was the one who went and started the fight at the beach or something like that. Yeah. Like, they They're all it, bad they, guys. Like, I, well, they, they make, they make the Karate Kid, like as a viewer, you're like, this is black and white, which is part of the beauty of the first two seasons where they, they bring up past parts where maybe the other people are misremembering, even though they play clips from the original. So uh-huh. you can remember it yourself as a viewer. But they bring up like, yeah, maybe this wasn't, you know, the right as thing. Clear cut as I mean, it's still Danny was in the right throughout the entire Karate Kid, but they, they add a little bit of ambiguity, you know, ambiguity, ambiguity into it, which enhances that movie too, in my opinion. Hmm. Like having that a little bit, you know, that makes it more human. Then this is what I'm saying about people and their behavior. You are a person who's doing the best you can, or you're not, and that takes us nicely into Johnny's sensei. Which is yeah. John Kreese. And he is still, I think, like I said, I'm not watching now, only from the first two seasons. He was still being portrayed as clearly his traits were selfishness, greed. And manipulative. Yeah. And he didn't have any characteristics that were redeeming. And from what I saw in the summary for the last season, he ended up turning for the worst. He even got worse in season four. Yikes. And season three, too. Yeah, so. he begins his evil arc in season three. Okay, so is your takeaway opinion that you really can't compare the movie and the series because they just are completely different arcs? One's kind of a simplistic well, once, in once, the 80s type thing? Well, it's not even just the 80s. It's that one is the beginning of an arc of somebody trying to find themselves and trying to like state, this is the person that I am, where the other one is kind of like, the ending of an arc where it's a person discovering that was a person that I, I was, but this is a person that I can be also because the age difference, like one's a, you know, a a teen coming of age one. And then this one is like a midlife crisis coming of age story. Yeah. So in that sense, they are the same. Yeah. They're both about people discovering themselves, but there's such the generational gap that that's what makes them different. Okay. 
Let's just do a Daniel and Johnny. Are either of those characters more intriguing to you, or is there a different character that in you Cobra like? Cobra Kai or Karate Kid? In Cobra Kai. Um, I'm definitely a more of a Johnny fan myself because in Cobra Kai, Danny goes from being like a good kid to kind of a what's well, a, yeah. a jerk. Yeah, I, I'm I trying know. to That's find an appropriate we word for <laughs> appropriate word for it. But he just becomes a complete jerk, and like it's amplified by that he's a car salesman, which we all. <laughs> I think everybody who's ever gone to a car dealership has a picture of a car dealership person in their head. And I think that 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 is a stereotype, right? That's across the board. People who who sell cars are less than stand up. Although I'm going to say right here as our own personal get out of jail free part. We do not necessarily believe that about car sales. No. Not at all. We had some wonderful ones. I had my last car sales guy was great. I wonder if he's still there when I have to go buy a new one. But I was going to ask you guys, do you think that's why they made him a car salesman? Because they knew that going in? Yeah, I think it's because he he lives up to that stereotype. Like, he's still Mm -hmm. kind of a good guy, but he's still like, yeah, yeah, something fishy there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think as the show arcs to the end that um, Daniel will go back to being more like Daniel San and find a way? And that's part of the reason why I've kind of gotten fatigued from the show because they were working towards that. He was almost there. Mm-hmm. And then they had to like bump him back again. Yeah. Like they keep having to like push him back because they're like, oh no, the show, the show's coming to a conclusion. Right. Can't have that. I said back that earlier. Every time that it would get good, it would get bad again. Yeah. Right. Because, and that's what the beauty of the first two seasons were, where you're like, man, these guys are having great growth. I love this. And then they like kneecap them. Like they're so, like, no, don't do that. There was a purity in the beginning of the Cobra Kai. And now it's turned into just another teen drama. Us, us. You gave us some great insight here, right? Oh, I loved it. No, I've learned so much, and I'm in, I'm loving that. So you're more of a Cobra Kai fan than a Karate Kid movie type fan, for sure. But you just yeah. wish they'd get back on track. So if you're a Cobra Kai writer and you happen upon this podcast, get back on track, people. Or get in touch. We would <laughs> love to hear from you. Tell them how, Landon. You can contact us all over the web at Wildcat Dojo, Wildcat Dojo Conversations on Instagram at dot com. And that is our webpage. And you can send us an email at dojoconversations at aol.com. And you can set up a Zoom call with me and you can give us your two cents and we will put it on one of our shows. All right. All right, Rand. Thanks for taking your time out. (laughs) Thank you for having me. It was easy and breezy. And I learned... So much more than I ever thought I would. And now I have things to think about. I love that part. Right. Okay. We're moving on to Kim and Matthew. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Sensei. We're happy to be here. Thank you. We are happy. And we are happy to have you. Is this your first time on the show? Yes, it is. Yes. How exciting, right? Oh, yes. Whenever we have first time people, we always try to say a couple of things about them so the audience gets to know you a little bit. For one thing, their picture will be on Instagram. It certainly will. And people get to see Landon Tall. So we have this progression of Landon on Instagram. I'm hoping we can have that same kind of progression of Matthew. There we go. Good idea. Yes. Well, for those of you who can't see us on the podcast, this is a mom and son. Kim is the mom and Matthew is the son. They both train and are excellent students. Right now they are both purple belts. And uh, we are so happy that you agreed to come on our podcast today. Yeah, I'm really excited because we're still Cobra Kaiing it. And I get to go to school with Matthew. So oh, that's I, right. I see him all the time. <laughs> and this is Landon's last year at this school, but not it your is. last and year. And Matthew's first year. Oh, <laughs> that's so cool. 
All right, here we go. We're going to talk Cobra Kai. Maybe we're going to jump back a little bit into some Karate Kid movie things. We'll see how it goes. And I believe you have a starting point for me, Miss Kim. Yes, I'd be happy to go with it. Well, we're just going to be really frank with you. We love Cobra Kai. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good start. Since you're talking to three people who don't watch, that gives us an incentive. That's right. (laughs) We love it because of the spirit of the show. We know that it's not realistic as karate people. We've seen it, right? (laughs) But a lot of people out there don't know that. And what makes it enticing, though, is the morality behind it and the dilemma that the characters face. The bad guys become good and the good guys are even seen as bad sometimes. And and Randy um, said that a little bit, that the the people go in and out of their right decision-making ability, correct? Correct. Now, Matthew... In the show itself, would you say you're more Team Johnny or Team Daniel? Hmm. Yeah, it's a hard one, right? Yeah, it (laughs) is very hard. Um, Do you have a favorite? uh, I think I might be a little bit more Team Johnny than Team Daniel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Any reason why? Well, my reason why is that sometimes in real life, you can always defend yourself Mm -hmm. that well. And sometimes... When you're being threatened, you have to first. Yeah, no, you're right. Did you guys know that in Goju, we have also the saying like the Cobra Kai that says you should hit first? Did you guys know that? Yeah, I probably haven't talked about it in a kid's class because in a child's class, that's a little bit of a dangerous sentence to leave dangling, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) But in the real world, if you are standing and someone is standing in front of you and you are 100% positive that they are going to hit you, Mm-hmm. don't wait. Mm-hmm. That's actually how we mm-hmm. say it in our style. Don't wait. And that isn't for brutality purposes. That's for, I think this is kind of a, a rhyme, reality purposes, right? Right. True self-defense. That's correct. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Kim, getting us back on the different moralities between, I think they now call it the Eagle Claw Dojo and the Mi- Miyagi Dojo. Well, um, actually it evolved, right? It started out with Cobra Kai and then Johnny's teacher came back and Kreese was came back and Johnny didn't exactly agree with Kreese's attitude. He, he understood the hit first, hit hard, but he didn't believe in the no mercy. And as a result of Kreese and him pushing him to keep with the hard karate, he decided to go off on his own and create Eagle Fang. Right? Oh, yes. Oh, right. Eagle yes. Fang. And yes. I, I was calling it Eagle Claw too. Don't feel bad. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> it's okay. And, and so that, that's where that's where that came from. And so they still believe in the mercy part of it. And he believes, he, he uses the names he calls his kids when they're fighting. I mean, he really like pushes them, but he gets Miguel to walk again. He pushes Miguel to yes. walk. So Miguel is one of his students. Yes. And at one point he lost his ability to walk. He had an accident. He got into a fight at school. Right? Yeah, it right. was it yeah. was Johnny's um, son, actually, who was training with the Miyagi-Do. That's why I said the bad guys become good. Mm-hmm. It was the Miyagi-Do person that took that final blow that threw Miguel over the banister in school and broke his back. Holy cow, And dude. so what's crazy is that Johnny's son was training with Daniel. Got right. It. No, what's crazy is that this all happened in school and there were no repercussions. But you had, you've had you already warned me I need to suspend reality. <laughs> right. So I'm really the, giving the it a shot. The poor kid's just laying there and, like, everybody's just standing around. Okay. I'm following you now. Yeah. All righty. So if my memory's correct on what you were telling me earlier, the no mercy thing 
dates way, way back to Johnny's teacher's teacher. Right. So Johnny's teacher was Crease, right? Well, Crease was in the Vietnam War and he was just a young guy in the Vietnam War, but he was very daring back then. And he was pulled aside by a captain who saw that he was willing to take risks and said that I'm going on a secret mission. I'm bringing five guys and you're one of them. And I'm going to train you like I was trained in the Korean War. I'm going to train you hand to hand combat. And that's where he learned Korean way of fighting. And the idea, that's where it came with the no mercy hit first. And um, what was the other one? Strike hard. Strike hard. Not in that order. And that's because they knew that they were going to die. And he said, if, and you hear Chris say, or the captain will rephrase it as well. In real life, you have to kill or be killed. That's the attitude behind the karate. In that world that they were in. Correct. Right? Correct. So this is interesting to me because when Peter Urban was training in martial arts after World War II, this is just a theory on my part. So if you're out there and my theory is completely wrong, Please bring it to my attention, okay? Yes. I think that a lot of the militaristic characteristics, that's also a rhyme. That was good. That was good. That came back here to the United States was partly because they trained during a war like mentality. Had they been training in a peacetime, then there would have been more formality and less overkill properties. Which is interesting because when we spoke to Sensei Jesse, who had trained in San Francisco with Asian uh, senseis who learned their karate not during wartime. Uh They were not a militaristic style. First off, this man, Sensei Jesse, he was awesome. He was like 80 and he came to visit us at the dojo a couple of times. And he had such cool technology and such a beautiful, beautiful spirit. But anyway, as an example, one time our guys made a technical mistake. And they dropped down to do push-ups. And he said, why are they doing push-ups? And I explained it. And then I said, what did you do in your dojo? And he said, we did it again and did it correctly. Like it confused him on his face. So oftentimes now I will say to people, don't do push-ups. Let's just repeat that move instead. (laughs) That makes sense. Let's learn. Or you'll say, don't do push-ups. It's learning time or whatever. I do do that. You're right. Uh, I do still, however, use push-ups for courtesy errors. Because yes. courtesy errors is kind of like when you pinch yourself with that rubber band when you're trying to teach yourself to change. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of that one? Mm-hmm. No? Matthew, no. no. thank goodness for you. Okay, we should probably get back to Cobra Kai. That's where we were. Matthew, did you ever see the original Karate Kid mo- movie? Um, yes, I have seen all three, in fact. I have not seen all three. <laughs> of the three movies, do you have a favorite? Um, I think my favorite one would be the first one. Okay, now... Do you think the movie was more fun to watch than the series is fun to watch or vice versa? You like the series better? I think the series to me was more fun to watch. Excellent to know. How about you, Kim? What's your viewpoint? Definitely. Netflix has a a thing on making things full of suspense and interesting. Their writers are amazing. And very good with cliffhangers. They are. And (laughs) there's plenty going on. And that's probably why you see a lot of unrealistic stuff happening. Right. Okay, so that begs the question, am I being more harsh on the Cobra Kai series because I watch other shows with unrealistic things and it doesn't bother me, but it bothers me in the Cobra Kai series? You think it's because I'm a karate teacher and I wish people understood that it wasn't all, what do you want to say here, just insane punching and kicking and losing your temper every six seconds? I think that is why. And I think that 
you believe so deeply in what you're doing and what you teach and you care about the reality of karate that this is irritating because it is so not real. Whereas the unreality of any other subject, eh, it's just unreality and you can, you know, kiss it goodbye. Sometimes that's a good point. And I think I even thought about this as like, ooh, this may be a bad portrayal of what karate really is. I think these are all good Mm -hmm. points. So in conclusion, we like Cobra Kai better than the movie. Is that true? True. That is true. All right, guys. So the recommendation from Matthew and Kim is this is totally worth checking out. Yes. And far superior to the old 1980s movie. Right. Now, did you ever see the newer Jaden Smith uh, Karate Kid movie? It's actually Kung Fu. That's why I almost said it wrong. Yes. Uh, Yes, we did see that. Did you like it? We're thinking Uh, about comparing those two. Okay. Ah, just okay. Do you want to add anything about the show before we close out? Um, sure. I would say that remember when you watch the show, it's it's a story, it's drama, but it's not reality and it's not real karate. I think from at least my point of view and how I see it and what I've learned in the karate world and, and be ready to be entertained. But yes. Yeah. And I will add every dojo you go into in this year twenty twenty two that we're in. They're not going to say a saying like we have, which is if your karate is perfect, you never have to use it, meaning find an alternate ending rather than violence, correct? Yes. But most traditional dojos are going to open up that line of reason. In whatever their phrase is that they use That's in their correct. creed in their dojo. Check out our interview with Benjamin. That's right. Master of the Masters. That's right. Just a couple of weeks ago, and he's not in our style, and he had a very similar take as we did. But this is just for entertainment purposes and just for fun. What's the last word on this show, Matthew? Um, I would like to sum it all up by saying that the show might not be the most realistic, and um, some of the things you would get either get arrested for or in trouble for or, mm-hmm. or probably wouldn't happen. But it was made for entertainment purposes, and it serves its job pretty well. Whoa. Are you going to go into speaking for a living? Because you're very good at very it. Very good speaker. You can be the commentator, our pop culture commentator now. <laughs> First off, and most important, thank you both for coming on. Are you going to come back? We hope so to come back. It would be our joy to rejoin you. Yay! I'm so excited. <laughs> Obviously, Cobra Kai will not be our subject, but we'll think of something. And secondly, uh, stay tuned, folks, because I'm going to have a whole nother episode on this with two more opinions. So if you have an opinion, go. yeah? So if you have an opinion, hey, get in touch while the getting is good. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, before I do goodbyes, and since AJ says thanks for watching, let's talk about it. Honor Athletics, of course. You can text or call Cynthia at 770-945-5150. You can also reach her at honorathletics.com. And of course, don't forget to say Wildcat Dojo on checkout to get your 10% discount. Thanks to Cynthia for sponsoring us. And thanks to all of you who shop with her. I think it's time for us to call it, don't you? Us. Okay, start me out. Bye, everybody. I'll see you soon. What a great episode. Talk to you soon. I really enjoyed doing this since this is my first time on the show. Uh This was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for having us. 
Thank you for coming. Yeah, absolutely. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was. And on that note, I am going to sign this one out. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.